Welcome to Beauty as a Birthright, a podcast where we decode the evolving concept of beauty from a multidimensional lens. In this space, we embark on a journey with engaging guests from all walks of life to figure out if beauty is a birthright, then what's our legacy? So let's get started. Hi, Tamsin. Hi, Paige. <laughs> We're back. I know. Well, we've finished season one of Beauty as a Birthright. How do you feel? <laughs> I know. It's been a while since you and I actually recorded because we've recorded a lot of our episodes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you again and to talk. And like, I'm I can't believe we I can't believe we did it. I know. (laughs) Like, holy cow. Yep. I know. Almost 30 episodes worth of a season. No way. Yep. We did a lot. Oh, my gosh. Like, Mm -hmm. I think when we first started, we had this really conceptual idea. And we're like, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if people are going to get it. And like, just thinking about all the awesome people we had on our show and just um, hearing like all the different perspectives and like I'm so curious to know like how you've grown and that's what we're going to talk about today it's just going to be us (laughs) but like I just I can't believe we did it and like now I'm having a better idea of like what we're trying to do and I think Mm -hmm. other people and I was excited that other people got it too Right. Yes. So I'm going to just jump into like the big questions here. What were your biggest takeaways from season one? We're at the other end. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, I think like having all these different perspectives from our guests who come from all different backgrounds has made me less rigid about beauty and it's made me like really try to figure out like it's weird because it's like i think i struggle with understanding or like understanding cis women's idea of beauty and and i and i realized that over this past year because it's like when we have guests that are queer gender fluid non-binary trans their understanding of beauty i understand like it's everything that i felt on the inside that like Mm. that i couldn't explain to other people or like nobody understood me and because i because my group of people um i have queer um friends and um all types of friends but like you know if i'm talking about like uh just like girl stuff it's usually cis hetero women Mm-hmm. And it's always been very difficult for me to understand where they're coming from and then vice versa. So looking back and I, I'm like, every time we had a, um, a guest that's queer, non-binary, trans, gender fluid, um, I was like, yeah, I get that. That's, that's exactly how I think. And so I think it's now, so for me, I'm trying to understand the cis hetero woman's perspective on beauty and trying not to be so rigid about it even though Mm -hmm. that's me. (laughs) Right. So what are some of those differences? Or if you could summarize, I mean, it's going to be hard to do. But what was it about having those types of guests on that you really related to versus thinking about your friend group or like cis hetero women and the challenges you've had there with understanding beauty? 
I think even my friends group, I've noticed too, like how my queer friends like talk about beauty and fashion and style versus my cis hetero women friends. And I think it's when the, they talk about it, like it's the queer gender non-fluid, um, gender fluid non-binary folks. It's like, it's fun, it's playful. It's like, don't take it so seriously. If you wanna dress up and look cute, then do it. Like just show up, who cares? And like, and they really rally around that too. And if you don't wanna dress up, fine. You still look freaking beautiful. Like, and I'm always that person in the friend group. Like I'm always that person who is the cheerleader. I'm always that person like, oh my God, you look so cute, you know, or like, and I'll tell strangers this, <laughs> I'll tell strange, like, I'll tell strangers like, oh my God, so cute, so cute. Like, and I'll freak out like in front <laughs> of them, right? And then I, maybe it's like, as I get older, it's like when I meet women, it's like, oh, they're just so rigid about it. It's like, everything is like, oh, why are you dressed up? Or like, why are you wearing that? Or like, it's so judgmental. And like, mm -hmm. it's like, is that how you really look at life? Like how, if that's how you think about other people, then what are you thinking about yourself? Like, who cares what she's wearing? Like, who cares if she's like feeling herself? Just let her do it. And, right. and that's the judgmental stuff that I don't get. And like, and I, you know me, I don't like mean girls. And it's like meeting mean girls in their 40s is so wild. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what are your, what was your big takeaway? Well, I just want to reflect back. Like I love, mm -hmm. I think you really um, spoke to those differences nicely of what we had experienced with our guests and that really fun, playful. And we had compared it also to this childlike quality. And we're like, you know, children get to do dress up and play make believe or wear costumes and be like this character one minute and a different character another hour. And um, and if we if adults do that, we had said like, wow, people would start worrying, patho making it like a pathological thing. And um, it's just not as accepted. And it does seem like that community that we had had on here with the uh, non-binary, gender fluid, queer, they still had that quality or at least really channeled it. And um, and it was really inspirational. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's but so weird because it's like, that was the group growing up where I really just learned how to be myself, but I never, I guess I never thought about it in terms, I, I, I learned fashion and style from them. I learned how to communicate with them by from them. And so I never really thought how beauty would influence me and then how that affects relationships with other people, like, you know, and how, how, how you develop and cultivate friendships or like close friends or whatever. And so I think that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really the one thing that I keep thinking about is like when Jamie Pineda was on our uh, show and he said he talked a lot about adornment. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that st has stuck with me. It's like that's such a beautiful ritual to adorn mm -hmm. yourself every day or whenever you feel like it. Like how what a beautiful ritual to do that. Right. Yeah, I know we've had some awesome. Um, every guest has been amazing in their own right. Mm -hmm. So, but for me, um, biggest takeaways, 
I feel like a lot of our guests, when, you know, when we would start an episode, we'd always say, what's the most beautiful thing about you today? Yeah. And a lot of our guests would talk about internal qualities and they spoke to almost this resilience in their inner being. And that to me has really now translated to beauty mm-hmm. and this like strength and resilience, durability, and really just showing up for yourself and your journey every day. And uh, even though it's very hard to try not to judge yourself and your process. And that has been, you know, like, I just feel like so many of our guests spoke to those points when they thought about their own beauty. And I really have carried that with me from the season. That's kind of been my big takeaway is this like endurance. And, and it's just interesting how it plays into East Asian medicine when we talk about longevity Mm -hmm. and cultivating longevity and endurance, I think also plays into that same concept. And Again, we also talked about how health and beauty in East Asian medicine is this interconnected, almost like this singular quality within someone. And mm-hmm. I think that the endurance, resilience, and so forth really then also comments on that as well. So yeah, that would be where my biggest takeaway hey, was for What's the most one. beautiful thing about you today? I know. I realized (laughs) we should have kicked it off like that. (laughs) I know. Um, Today, it's the ability to be really positive. I've had so many social interactions already today. Um, Tai Chi class, calling a friend on the East Coast, meeting up with a girlfriend for dim sum, then coming here for this episode and it's only 2.30 my time. And I just feel like I've been very genuinely positive and um, like invigorated by these interactions. And that feels really beautiful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Are you an extrovert? Like you like hanging out with people? I, You know what? It's like I'm an extrovert tiger. So like I only <laughs> really like to hang out with like one person at a time. Yeah. Or- or like, you know what I mean? Like I can't do group hangouts. I don't have like this girl group. It's really like I can, cause I really get like hone in on whoever I'm with. And it's like, we go deep and these are intense conversations and I can't do it with more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. So it's like an extrovert, like an extroverted tiger, like an extrovert, but a tiger. That's, <laughs> that's what I would say um what about you what's the most beautiful thing about you today Mm, probably my essence like today um so it's later in the day and so I had to I I'm really done working by this time so I had to push everything forward so I worked out I went for my walk earlier I worked out earlier um and because I was so sweaty 
I like took a shower and like I did my makeup, did my hair and it's been a long time because I work at home. So it's like, what do I have to dress up for? And it's so beautiful. And so during the winter, like I don't even want to put effort into my looks because it's so damp and rainy and gross and cold. <laughs> and you know, you're just like bundled up. But now it's like, oh my God, spring, summer's here. Like all the cute skirts come out and all the dresses. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna put on makeup for Paige. I'm gonna do my hair. I had like my playlist. <laughs> And like a perfume, even though you can't smell me. It's like I was getting ready for our date, you know? Uh -huh. and, like, and it's that essence. And I was just like, oh, I forgot how cute I look when I have all this on. And like, I really enjoy putting on makeup. Like, and like, I was taking my time with it. And I was thinking, like, I can't wait to see Paige. It was literally, I'm getting ready for this date. <laughs> like, <you're> my date. <laughs> I well, and I noticed right away, like as soon as we logged on to Zoom, I was like, whoa, Tamsin, oh my God, you look so great. You look stunning. I know, because you always see me in like hoodie and like my hair is all a <laughs> mess. And like I'm wearing the same hoodie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I so you felt like your essence right in this moment or today, like throughout the day, you really felt your whole essence? I think throughout the whole day, like um, I'm really, you know what I was doing in my workout, I was realizing like, wow, I'm stronger, like physically stronger. And you mm. know, like I gained a ton of weight during pandemic. And um, I've been on this like journey of losing fat. Um, and I don't know what my body really looks like. It's been a really crazy journey because it's like my body has changed so drastically. And I'm not trying to get to my old body, but it's been this journey of like, really loving my body like as it changes and like being more kinder and gentle and I've always been athletic like it um I have like a it's easy for me to gain muscle mm -hmm. um if I'm not just if I'm not lazy <laughs> but <laughs> um but just watching my body ch change and transform whether it's like one month I've gained more weight or the next month, like I'm much more tone and this like, this like balance or like this wave of like how my body changes from day to day from week to week to month to month. But the one thing that I realized in my workout this week, especially today was like, whoa, I'm, I'm stronger. I'm stronger than when I first started because it's like I'm doing things that I wasn't able to do. And I feel lighter, like mm -hmm. literally physically lighter. I can breathe better. <laughs> Like I can move better, I can go up the stairs and it's made me really appreciative of what my body is able to do because I know that is a blessing that a people don't have, some right. people. And so, um, yeah, so yeah, that, that, uh, that's part of the essence that made me feel good today. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are you also ovulating? Am I? <laughs> I know I'm usually like, during the ovulation. I'm like so, so cute during ovulation. Let me check. Let I me know. Check. I'm like, <laughs> you have ovulation hair going on. Oh my! In four days. In four days. Okay. We should we should do another recording in four days. <laughs> yeah. My oh on ovulation. Oh, I look so cute. Everybody, right? our hair is like wow. <laughs> um. Wait. So um, we're talking about be um, body and beauty. I know you yeah. and I both have like body beauty issues. So. Where are you at integrating your body into your beauty story? Have mm -hmm. you been thinking about that this year? Yeah. Yes. And I love how you talked about just feeling stronger. 
And, you know, that is something that you can quantify. Like you can see how many more, how much like heavier weights am I lifting or how many more reps are, am I doing or how am I feeling when I'm, uh, you know, lifting or what, what it, have you. So for me, I've been doing, you know, you and I have so many parallels as these two Virgos and, <laughs> and also actually as these, um, what's the word? There's the animals that fall opposite. We have yeah. a lot of these complementary qualities as well, but I have been trying to get stronger because just similar to you, um, because I just, it just feels so good. And I think before I might have been driven by like, you know, how fast can I run a mile? But now I'm like, that really does not entice me. I want to know, like, how much weight can I lift? <laughs> like that to me feels cool. Like at this stage of my life, it just feels cooler. And then of course, yeah. metabolically, it is a great thing to have muscle because it's metabolically more quote unquote expensive. Like it mm -hmm. requires a lot more fuel and burns more fuel. And then there's a, so many studies related to weight training and muscle mass and bone density and aging. And so all of that is a bonus. And um, I've just been feeling really good doing that. And it feels like, like going back to running, when I think of that, I think of, you know, this, like if I had to parallel it with um, an eating habit, it would be like cutting carbs or something would be like how I might see like long distance running. Mm -hmm. And then when I think of like weightlifting, I think of like getting a lot of protein in. Oh yeah. I was thinking like eating good <laughs> fats and good fats. Yeah. And like that to me feels so much more nourishing and sustainable and like life-giving than the other, the other way around. So I'm feeling really good. I've, I'm feeling like I'm really integrating it. You know, you and I both talked about early on in season one, how we would kind of leave body out of beauty and really focus on like, you know, the neck up um, mm -hmm. when it, when it came to the aesthetic aspect of it. But it sounds like both you and I have really grown towards enmeshing the two um, face and body. And we already understood the internal aspect of it. And so, yeah, I, that's how I've been incorporating it. You know, the one thing that really helped me um, in like, re like people have always said, like in research and science that at a woman's body after 40, like your metabolism slows down, you're just going to gain more weight. That's just natural. Then and I and so that kind of bummed me out because it's like, no matter how hard I work out, like this is what's going to happen. And yes, there is this young decline that everyone experiences as they are, as they age. But the new studies have been saying that it actually that is that's not what happens in middle age. It's because we become more sedentary. And that's what leads to like more weight gain. And 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 so then that when I started reading that, I'm like, what? this just really shifted my idea of like just aging too it's yep. like move around more and we are such especially me like I just work at home so I am always sitting down so just being more conscious of like getting up and standing and like walking around and 
and not just sitting down all the time. But it just made me realize like, what are the misconceptions about aging? Am I really feeding my brain into? Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that for you because, you know, both you and I were separating body and in, from beauty, but then you also came into this season with more, with concern about aging and what that looks like and fear of being forgotten or not valued or not seen. And so where are you currently with viewing the aging process as it pertains to beauty? Yeah, my fears around aging is, I don't know if any other people can get this. I think you might get it if you really cultivate a life that where you don't want to get married and have kids. <laughs> but it's it's literally like, what happens if I fall down and I break my bo- my hips? Like, and no one's there to help me. Or like, what if like I'm walking down the street and somebody shoves me down the pavement mm-hmm. and nobody mm-hmm. picks me up? Right. And then and then I have to I have to take care of myself and the pain of taking care of yourself when you're older for weeks, months. Like that's what terrifies me about aging. It's not like looks. It's like, what would you call this? Like I don't know. Like I don't know what the word is. Yeah, well it's fear. Yeah. Right. It's someone, I mean, it's a couple of things. It's like, there's some, not abandonment, but like someone not like witnessing your life is. I see it all the time. I see all these people like on the streets in the city. I always see people just treating older people, especially older Asian people, like, you know, like they just cut in front of them on the bus or they just push them aside or like even little things. I was at the Asian market and um, this woman had like um, a, like what is this um, like the wheelie thing? Yeah, uh, like a walker. Yeah, right. Yeah. And she was trying to get up the steps with that because there's no freaking ramp. Right. And she could have fallen like this thing is like it's so, you know, yeah, the steps aren't that long, you know. And I was like, do you need help? And she was like, she was so grateful. Like she's done this probably many times and no one has asked her for help. And I didn't know how to help her. I literally was like, let me just pick you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know how to do this. You know, I didn't want her to fall. So I just kind of like gave her my hand and like, I think I moved the, 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 what is it called? The walker. Walker, right? It had wheels too. That's what was terrifying. Yeah. And like moved it up. And she just kept saying, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to me, it was like no big deal. I just kind of like was walking by and I was like, Whoop, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think about that. It's like, oh, I don't like, man, that that's the thing that, anyway. So where am I? Clearly, <laughs> I'm still scared because <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. And but at the same time, simultaneously, the one thing I was thinking about recently, I was thinking, wow, I'm like in my 40s and I did what I said I was going to do, which was I said I would never settle down with somebody I didn't love and mm-hmm. I didn't want to have kids. And now I'm in a place where I can't have kids. And I'm like, I did it. Because people would say like, oh, when you're older, you're going to want kids or you're not, you're not going to feel that way. And I've seen and then I've seen so many of my friends kind of settle down and I get it. Like sometimes settling down, it's because your life 
you're driven by having children and so you right. you know you meet a guy and like he's okay he's not that great but you know you really <laughs> want your mission is really to be a mom right mm -hmm. i get that but i never wanted that and because i didn't have kids i didn't have that need to have this partner and so but then i i've also had friends who just kind of settled down because they were lonely or they didn't want to be alone and to me it's like i've had moments of loneliness but that alone hasn't made me want to settle down with somebody that's just meh, you right. know? And so I, I have this fear of aging, but I've chosen this life to live. And like, I'm really grateful for that. Like, I'm so, I'm so proud of myself for actually doing what I said I was going to do. And then, so it's like yin and yang, like I chose this life. So I don't know what's going to happen when I get older, but I chose it. So I got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Wow, Townsend. I feel like if you were my child, that would have made me feel like brought me to tears because I'm like to do what you set out to do and to actually fulfill it is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it takes a lot of courage. It's actually the harder route. It would have been easy to have been like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll uh, share all like be with this person and you know but like to be so clear that no I'm not gonna settle for anyone that I'm like completely in love with I'm so stubborn I can't do it I can't do it people annoy me too <laughs> well that's empowerment it's like self-empowerment right it's a huge part of that for better or for worse I'm real I'm independent <laughs> Mm -hmm. For better or for worse, probably too independent. <laughs> <laughs> for now, though, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> How are you with the aging journey? I mean, you had a different um, perspective because you weren't worried about it. But like, have you thought more about because you related, you weren't so concerned about it because you think of it as like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you know, part of you know, you being a teacher and having reverence as you get older and becoming this elder. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel that way. Like even, you know, it happens all the time, even in my Tai Chi class, when someone's like, Oh, who's that young lady? And I'm like, who, which one? Like, Oh, me, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of, and this is like a month ago. So, um, and it happens still all the time. And I even had a patient come in and you know, I was like, oh, it was her first time. I'm like, oh, I'm Dr. Young. And she's like, oh, you're so young. Um, and, you know, they all, all of those things are so well-meaning. But in that moment, I felt like, I'm like, oh, but should I tell her all of my credentials? Like, I'm young, but don't worry. Like, you're in good hands. I'm going to take really good care of you. Like, I just, um, that's still something that's on my mind where I'm like, I can't wait until I'm of the age where people you know, maybe not see me as a sage, but they're just like, oh my God, this really seasoned Chinese medicine doctor who has these decades under her treating her patients. Like that's going to feel really nice to me. Uh, it's not imposter syndrome. Like I do feel like I belong where I am because I worked for it. Um, but there's still those moments where I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm not that young. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you think relative yeah yeah do you think like do you ever think about like but when you go to the grocery store no one's gonna see you as this wise sage 
Like, do I know. Right? And when you brought that up, well, unless it depends on what I decide to wear when I'm older. No, I'm joking. You're going to wear a um, t-shirt. I'm the wife. <laughs> 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 a banner, <laughs> a cap. <laughs> I, when you brought that up, I thought that that was really interesting. I was like, wow, that is a really good point because it's so true. Um, when you see people walking around and you are like, well, you would have no idea all the things that they've done and what they've accomplished and who they are, what they did. So I don't know. I think I'm still not too concerned about that because I'm, I think, and I know like, depending on what my face, obviously that changes. And I do want to touch on that with you soon, but I do feel like I'm going to continue to get better with uh, like my health is going to continue to improve with age Mm -hmm. and that gives me confidence um that I'll be okay I'll be okay Mm -hmm. but so speaking of that though Tamsin so we all understand how our experiences influence our face something I never asked you and now that we're a whole season we have a whole season under our belts is how do other people's experiences influence our face like people that we're surrounded by or we have close relationships with and what have you noticed in season one as it relates to this specifically with your own face so and it's just chi right so whoever you hang out with whoever you spend your time with their chi is going to affect your chi right some way but it's really up to you to determine like how much of an impact it's going to have Hopefully it doesn't because like otherwise your face would constantly be shifting. And that happens with some people who don't even know who they are. So, you know, the type of people who just hang out with other people and they're so easily influenced. And so then their face gets all like, you can see that. But I think the people who really impact you in much stronger ways is um, your family when you're younger. And then really as an adult, your romantic partner, that's the Mm. one person that's really going to impact your face. You can thank all the wrinkles or all the joy lines <laughs> or like the luscious lips because you all have like a really sexy, sensual relationship, you know, like your romantic partner is the one who, that's the other thing. You got to be careful of who you end up with because they're going to shift your face. That's the one thing I think about, like, how are you going to impact my beautiful face? <laughs> like, Wow, you know? that is such, uh-huh. You should I'm be really careful with that. about that. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, that's why some people, some um, couples look alike after being together for so long. They look like brothers and sisters, which, yep. I don't know, you know, that is so interesting. And, you know, my the funny thing is my parents, because my dad is white, my mom is Chinese, and they still do not look a single thing alike. And in my mind, I was like, it would be really cool. They've been together 40 something years. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it would be super cool if even though they genetically could not be more different, if over time they start to resemble one another and they really haven't. Yeah. I don't know what that means. And I'm kind of just speaking, just speaking. But then when you talk, but as soon as you said that, and I thought about my husband, like, I really do not like his ears and I really like my ears. Yeah. 
And so I'm now I'm like, oh my God, I gotta be careful. Like, you know, like how much I wanna listen to him. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, that's really interesting. Well, but what okay, then if you so you know, you just talked about how you don't have this partner, but then what changes did you see in your face this year, regardless of it, whether it was influenced from someone else versus your environment versus the internal work? Uh, I don't think other people have that much of an impact on me. You know, like I'm a Virgo and I'm a metal and I'm a monkey and I'm a gung metal, yang metal. So again, for better, or for worse, uh, in my head, in my world, it's just me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what other people think or like, or when I'm asking questions, it's always going to be about me in my head. If I'm asking you a question, it's, probably, it's like I'm thinking about it on how it relates to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm not judgmental of other people. Because it, in my world, it's just, it's just Tamsin's world in my own head. I don't, have, I don't even have space to think about you and judge you. So... <laughs> Uh, and so, so I think if anything, like, it's like interviewing all these people and listening to their perspective and how they see beauty and how they see life and live life. It's made me kind of, it's given me like, sort of like prompts to think like, do I believe in that? Is that what I think about life? Is that what I think about marriage or whatever? And, and then really reflecting on that. And that's been really nice because, because it's like, when do you really ask yourself questions of like, what do you really believe in? And so having these guests talk about things and me thinking about it, do I agree? Like, do I believe mm-hmm. in this for me? You know? So that's right. been nice. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is you started going deeper into the bots of reading during the season one. And I am also curious to learn how your own Bazza chart has informed your beauty story. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you've gotten readings before too for your own, right? Yes. So I think for my chart, it's, it's really helped me understand why I am the way I am. And has given me insight, like, especially looking back with the luck pillars and realizing like, oh, that's why those things happened. And then really looking at like the next 20, 40 years, it's like, what, what can I do now to prepare for this incoming chi that's going to come in in the next 10 years? Um, and then really like looking back and it sometimes it makes me sad because I'm like, man, I wish I. I paid more attention to this when I was younger because I feel like I could have really maximized things instead of just living life carelessly. I, th- I think I could have had much more intention, but you know, whatever, that's not how it turned out. But um, really, like, I was thinking about this today because, like, in the next decade of my life, like, things are going to change really drastically. And you and I are like making plans for future too, like, mm-hmm. you know, how we're going to grow this. And I'm trying to see like, where does this, how is this going to impact like us? And I talk about this, like you're my partner. No, yeah. <laughs> business, yeah. We're each other's business spouses. Yeah. What do you, like, what about your chart? And like, do you see beauty impacts from your chart? You know, 
the thing is I've gone most of my life thinking that I was extremely lucky and had amazing fortune and just things went my way. And then this tiger year happened. And then I had a reading from you, a bots of the reading from you. I had another reading from my, the lady that I get my Jade from. Mm-hmm. And I learned like, maybe that isn't the whole story, but I, like, I actually do have, I mean, we all do, but I just was not, I guess I wasn't like seeing it or accepting it or believing it that I do have obstacles and there are things that aren't going to come that easy. And, um, but I've always felt like it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. When it comes though, to the beauty aspect of this, I think it's taught me that Actually, okay, this is what's been really helpful in all of that. It's made me give myself more credit because I went from thinking like, oh, things just come easy for me to being like, no, actually I work freaking hard. And, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was like, you know, in one of the episodes, I talked about some early childhood messaging from my side, of, like my Chinese side of the family. And a lot of times in Asian cultures, we do feel uncomfortable, like, you know, where there's a lot of humility and we don't feel comfortable necessarily like taking credit for things or, um, you know, giving yourself accolades or pats on the back. And I think that that's what, even though I'm like, oh, wow, I actually do have hardship, but I've gotten this far. Yes, there's is luck and fortune and I have those things, but a huge factor is I work really, really hard. And that's informed my beauty a lot more this year. And I've been like, oh my God, again, going back to this opening idea that I shared of like resilience and strength. I'm like, I have those qualities. I have them. They're very alive in me. And so that is where I think I'm pulling more of this deeper beauty from. Oh, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) That's so wise to make that like realization that it's not just this lucky life that I have. It's like I put effort and work into it. Mm-hmm. That's wisdom. Yeah. And made good choices. You know what I mean? Like there was so many times along the way when you could choose something different. And I, and I didn't think like flip a coin. Oh, I'm so lucky I chose the head. It's heads. Yeah. I was like, no, I really thought about this and I really had intention and I really was able to like go and be introspective and make the decision that was right for me in that moment to keep me on my path. That's why I got to where I am. Not because I was like blindfolded, you know, like just like moving with the wind. So, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's been like really helpful for me with the mine's, Yeah, mine's, uh, we are such complimentary, right? My chart <laughs> is like, my chart is like, whoa, your whole life is gonna, you're gonna go through so much hardship. <laughs> uh, and like, and it's been like that. And I've always thought, um, I never feel bad about it though. Like, um, but it's definitely made me resilient in this other way that you're talking about. I, I don't feel resilient because I put work into it. It's, it's I re, I'm resilient because um, I I fought for it. 
I think it's 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 like I could have I could have given up I could have died I could have like done it you know I could have just like been like this is too hard but I like fight for it like like a little scrappy monkey just like <laughs> you know because my whole chart is like it's a very strong chart but only because uh it's like how do I explain it it's 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 a very strong chart only because a lot of shit happens in my whole life and yep. so every time it happens I get back up and every time I get back up I become stronger and stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and I never realized that that's a gift that other people don't have to me right. when I fall down on the bottom of the pits which I have in my life a few times there was no other question but to like get the up and like get it you know like fight for this but now that i'm older i'm like wow there's a lot of people that don't do that like that's Mm -hmm. not even that and so in a way like i'm i'm really i feel really grateful that i have these stars where i was able to like that's the route that i was able to choose like the thought of just giving up never entered my mind it's like I always thought that came from like uh, my family because my family, my dad's side of the family is all military. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's a very, I grew up in a very like military home. Like you don't cry, you get up, you get stronger. You like you go for it. Don't get scared. Don't cry, you know? And it's like, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, not a lot of, um, it's like, it's in, it's in you or, or it's not, but it, it's definitely a skill that I think people, you can cultivate this if you really wanted to. And so at the same time I don't think I'm that special it's like you can do this if you want to it's just a little mm-hmm. easier for me to do it because that's what my chart says right right and I think too with your experiences and your chart it's like you've hit bottoms and you're like oh and I, it can go lower <laughs> or like you know what I mean so like we're gonna <laughs> it's like um so you, but you the know. next phase of my life is this softness is coming oh and so I don't know how to deal with that what do you what'd you say I said that's awesome (laughs) I I love that I but it's so foreign to me would you say you're more about this are you a soft person um I'm super sweet yeah so there's that but but like you know the texture of honey I think that's soft (laughs) (laughs) but I want to know before we wrap this up like tell me more about these 10 years because we're gonna be in each we're supposed to be like really tightly woven in each other's lives yeah tell me about the softness it's the um I'm good I'm glad we're in the rabbit year because I'm trying to learn a lot from rabbit year and then I'm, I'm I've been meeting a lot of rabbit people like rabbit men especially and I think I'm learning about softness from them and I still don't get it like I mean I get it but I don't it's so foreign to me because it's it's uh it's yin wood right so it's yeah. like yin wood is like the soft vines it's the petals it's the flowers not just one flower but all the flowers together and they're very elegant and graceful and like very easy going and people love them and so it's so different than monkey you know Mm -hmm. like uh 
And so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably learning a lot right now in this moment to prepare me for the, this next chi that's going to come in in, 20, in 10 years or whatever. But I'll be in my 50s. So I, I'm kind of excited about that because I always thought like, oh, my 50s are going to be my prime. I think I'm going to look great. I'm going to look. Oh, at, I love this. <laughs> I'm going to like just feel good about myself. Like, I don't know. The, I always thought that even when I was a kid, like, oh, my 50s, that's it. That's it for me. Like, that's going to be like my high peak. <laughs> right? Wow. That's so awesome. I'm super excited for this. Do you know what your next 10 year thing is coming? Like whether it's like the star or the animal? I need to look. I have this. Uh, I have like it printed out. I yeah. need to look. Um, I hope. I mean, like I, I love like what you're saying. I'm like, <laughs> I want to be those vines. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll know during season two. But so be yeah, oh, yeah, on. yeah. No, well, before we close up, right? Mm -hmm. I do want to ask you, do like what is your beauty wish? And say it take it however you want. Like, what is your beauty wish moving forward into the next year? Mm -hmm. My beauty wish is to continue to cultivate natural beauty. And um, physical strength. Mm. What's natural beauty to you? It's like the most natural. Here, no, it's it's uh. There's this really specific aesthetic in Hawaii, and for all of us, all of you Hawaii listeners, I don't want you to be offended, but there's this aesthetic in Hawaii where women love cis women love. Um, the fa false eyelashes, mm -hmm. very big ones, like curtains, mm -hmm. um, you know, tattoo eyebrows, lip filler. Wow. I didn't it's, think about yeah, this in Hawaii. I mean, there's a I lot of all... like, yeah, because it's this Brazilian influence, you know, like we have a lot of parallels with the beach culture and this Brazilian influence that we get. So I don't like, I just, um, I've never gone down that that path but as I get older I'm less I'm even less and less interested in that aesthetic and I'm mm -hmm. even more and more interested in the very most naturalist beauty so like for example I recently got highlights and I I didn't like them on uh, me mm -hmm. I was like you know I can't wait until my hair returns to its natural color because when it what before the highlights I felt like it was so beautiful and so healthy and like lush so that's what that's what it is for me mm. yeah what's oh your beauty God. wish um I really want to figure out this damn rabbit <laughs> I want to know what this what softness sensual graceful elegance feels like for me I don't know I think I don't know because I'm not wise enough to know yet it sounds like it sounds like you're gonna find this in your baths in my baths yeah yeah I think this is where the epiphanies are gonna come in your bath times yeah 
I think I'm okay though that I don't I that's kind of it's kind of a nice thing like I'm kind of okay with not knowing this because I'm not wise enough yet mm -hmm. and I think as a kid and when I was younger it's like I want to know right now right now and right. now it's like you know this is something that I think I think sensuality well I know more about sensuality now because I've been working on it for the last couple few years but this softness I think it comes with age yes at least for me right and so I'm kind of glad that it's coming in my 50s rather than what than having it in my 20s because I think in my 20s I wouldn't have known what to do with it and I probably <laughs> would have like married some dude like <laughs> yeah so I would be the one with the <laughs> <laughs> base fillers and all this living in LA Beverly Hills or whatever mm -hmm. <laughs> um and so it's kind of nice it's coming later in life where so, yeah yeah it sounds like it's gonna reveal itself concurrently with the age which is like beautiful yeah it's gonna like walk yeah. with you side by side yeah I I just want to I just want to stay open to it to whatever that means but mm -hmm. I've just been looking at like uh, how it represent how it's represented in nature. Like when I go for my daily walks, right? I look at like the little flowers on the tree. I'm like, wow, that's so beautiful. Like how they, and they're they're all like, look at me. I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. That's how I imagine the little flowers talking. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like you are really pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And animals, you can see how animals will stop and admire those types of flowers too yeah you know and they see it too mm -hmm. yeah oh uh -huh. i'm so excited about this i know i'm excited it's that i get to do this with you same and it's always so fun to to talk tamsin i'm like <laughs> oh man this is like it's really fulfilling yeah it's nourishing mm -hmm. all right <laughs> Yeah, so the next episode, we're going to talk about what we want for season two. And I think like, I'm really excited about having a new crew of new guests. Mm -hmm. And like, and just seeing who comes and like, like going through this journey. It's like, it's it's going to be familiar, but it's going to be really different because it's, yep. it's just whole new people in a new time, like new era. Exactly. And seeing how everything will evolve from there yeah yeah okay have a nice rest of your day <laughs> you too bye everyone bye well that's it for today if you like this episode please give us a five-star rating subscribe and share it with your friends you can follow us on instagram at beauty as a birthright and say hello if you're interested in learning more about Taoist face reading, head over to elementalarchetypes.com and follow Dr. Tamsin on Instagram at elementalarchetypes. If you like to explore beauty through your own hands, you can visit youngface.com. You may also explore Paige's Instagram at yang.face for tutorials, Chinese medicine theory, and candid thoughts on cultural appreciation. <laughs>